Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned and Well podcast. I'm nurse coach Sean, your host. Today, I have a really exciting interview for everyone. Um, I'm interviewing another fellow nurse coach. Her name is Rachel Dick. She is a wonderful human being. I met her at the nurse coach conference back in, you know, end of March, early April. The work that she is doing is so inspirational. She's got an amazing story. So I'm really excited to share this interview with you. Um, just a little bit of background. So Rachel has shared that she was a kind of a painfully <laughs> shy child turned loudmouth nurse. And her journey has really been about finding her voice and learning to share what she has to say with the world. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about a writing workshop that she's putting together for nurses to help nurses heal through writing and creative expression. So I'm really, really excited to dive into this interview. Um, we'll learn a little bit more about her background and how she learned to find her voice. So I hope you guys find this interview helpful. You know, this is geared towards nurses, but I also think that these principles can apply to anyone, anyone who's struggling to find their authentic voice and to share whatever message they have with the world. So if you are not a nurse, you can still find a lot of value in this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, friends. My name is Sean Arsenault, but you can call me Shawnee. I'm a board certified nurse coach and holistic healer. And I want to help you transform your life in a way that feels in total alignment with your heart and who you truly are. Each week, I'll be sharing with you my tips on how to become more empowered in your own wellness journey and create a vibrant, fulfilling life that reflects your values and your truth. You'll hear insightful interviews on different life and wellness topics and stories from myself and other beautiful souls who share my mission of spreading love and light in this sometimes dark world. My hope for this podcast is that you will walk away feeling inspired and more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to get curious and lean into your intuition as we all learn and grow together. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Rachel, I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> you're you're the first yeah. nurse, fellow nurse coach that I'm interviewing on my podcast. So I feel like this is a fun first milestone <laughs> for yeah. the Aligned and Well podcast. I'm really excited. Um, okay, so can you give just like a short introduction of who you are? I, you know, everyone knows you're a nurse coach at this point. But um, yeah, just give, give us a, a little intro of who you are, what you do, who you help. Sure, yeah. So um, a little bit about me. Um, I have been a nurse for about nine years. Um, and about a year ago, kind of just randomly scrolling on Facebook, I found the Nurse Coach Collective, like many of us. God bless the algorithm. So, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it knew, it knew how, how I was feeling. So anyway, I found the Nurse Coach Collective. I graduated in January. And since then, I've been really busy, kind of jumped in <laughs> headfirst. Um, so I have set up my own private practice where I coach people one-on-one, um, mostly women who are kind of trying to find more alignment in their lives. Um, and I've been working on my private practice and while I've been working on my private practice alongside that, I've kind of gotten this inspiration to start a writing workshop for nurses. And this is just something I'm so passionate about. 
So um, basically, this is a 16-week course where we help women, women, sorry, nurses, write and express themselves and find their creative voice. Mm. Um, The workshop launches tomorrow. So this is perfect timing. I'm super excited. Nice. Um, So tomorrow, while we're recording this, it's June. It's June 12th now. So it launches June 13th tomorrow. June 13th, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm running the workshop together with Tilda Shaloff, who is a an author. She's she's authored five books. She's a nurse, um, and she also has the shared passion of helping nurses find their voice. Yeah, so that's a little bit about where I am in my coaching practice right now. Um, I'm also still working at the bedside. I'm trying to bring some coaching things to the hospital. So that's a whole other exciting area of my life right now doing some things with new grads and, and just bringing coaching into the hospital, which is another passion of mine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to juggle these three things, but the, um, the writing workshop is, is front and center on my mind right now, just because it's launching tomorrow. Um, there's all this momentum and I'm just really excited to help nurses kind of find their voice and express themselves and tell the amazing stories that they have and share with the world a little bit of this world that we're so immersed in and so familiar with, but to the outsider, it's just so um, just cool and fun and, and interesting. So that's, that's where my, um, my focus is right now. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you've got a lot of different things going on. So many questions came up for me, but I kind of want to backtrack a little bit before we get into like the deep, we're going to talk all about the details of your writing workshop. And I I just love this, this um, mission that you have to help nurses find their authentic voice. Cause a lot of times in the hospital, we, at least I felt whenever I was working at the bedside, I didn't really have a voice like as a nurse, you know, I, I didn't feel like we were really listened to. I didn't, I felt like we had, you know, a story. I felt like we had, things that we needed to share, but how, how do we do that? And so we'll get into all of that, but I want to know like how, first of all, what inspired you to become a nurse coach? When you saw that Facebook ad, what inspired you to like shift what you were doing with nursing? Yeah. So, okay. So a few things. So I'll go back a little bit and talk a little bit about why I became a nurse in the first place. Cause I think that ties into why I became a nurse coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I grew up in Canada. I grew up in Toronto and um, you go straight into nursing school. There's no prerequisites. You just go straight. Um, Wow. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I moved in the middle my, my nursing journey was, was my nursing education was a bit of a, a mess, but when I decided to become a nurse, I remember telling my grandmother um, and my grandmother um, is a big inspiration for me. And when I told her I was becoming a nurse, she said, oh, why don't you do something fun, something artistic, become an interior designer, you know? And mm-hmm. I thought it was funny that she said that because she's kind of my inspiration. My grandmother was somebody who would have strangers, friends, people at her kitchen table, like pouring their heart out to her and she would listen. And she's been through a lot. My grandmother's a Holocaust survivor. So she's got plenty of stories. And that also inspires me on the story front. Um, uh, wow. but she was just such a caring, loving, nurturing, nourishing person. And that inspired me. And I just thought it was funny that she was like, why are you becoming a nurse? When I was like, well, you're the one that's always showed me that like helping people, how gratifying and fulfilling that is. So becoming a nurse, I always just wanted to help people. I just wanted to, mm-hmm. um, make the world a better place or, you know, kind of just ease people's suffering. And then I became a nurse and I did it for about 10 years and I did have an opportunity to do all those things to help, to be there for people, to, to hold people's pain and do all these things that I wanted to do. 
but it felt like something was missing Mm -hmm. almost from like a um, bigger, more systems perspective. I almost felt like, what are we doing here? People are so sick. They just keep getting sick and they keep coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had a little bit of my own personal journey where I, I had some chronic issues that, that Western medicine just kept kind of failing me, like just didn't have the answers that I was looking for. Right. And um, so I herniated my disc when I was 18 and I suffered like really bad pain for years. It was really debilitating. Um, and basically I was told right off the bat at 18 years old, like you can try physical therapy, it might help, but you'll probably end up needing surgery. Like that's just kind of the only thing that fixes a herniated disc is surgery. And I did end up finding other holistic modalities. Like, I, you know, I worked with chiropractors and, and that helped, but then it, it kind of put my, my back pain in a manageable place. But for about 10 years, I would have flare-ups and the problem was still there. And then the big turning point for me was discovering yoga. And that was, I think, when I realized, oh, wow, like I have the ability to heal myself. Like I don't have to look outside. Like I can mm-hmm. do these things and and sort of nurture my own body and, and, and help heal that pain. And I did basically manage to heal my back pain through yoga. So that was like a big awakening for me, kind of realizing, number one, my own ability to heal myself. And also that just Western medicine doesn't have all the answers. Like there's a lot, there's a whole big world out there of other modalities that are being underutilized. Mm -hmm. So I started this holistic way of thinking probably about five years ago. And then when I discovered the nurse coach collective, it was like the angel saying, it was just like everything lined up. Like, this is what I'm looking for. This is my tribe. Like these people think the way I think, like, these are, these are cool people who, who are open-minded to different ways of helping our patients because I'm going to go out on a limb and say the vast majority of nurses become nurses because they want to help people. And then a lot of us are left feeling like, oh my gosh, like where, where's the, you know, there, there's something missing here because there's so many people that we can't help using Western medicine and Western medicine is wonderful. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of wonderful things about it. And, and, but the, the, the idea of using all modalities and just seeing what's out yeah. there and just being open to other things um, is really what turned me on to holistic nursing. And yeah. I feel like I found this, this niche that just speaks to who I am like yeah. so perfectly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I I love also that your your journey kind of includes just like this this broadening of your perspective, this broadening of your mindset in in healthcare, really, because I one of the biggest missions that I have with this podcast is to get more information about holistic modalities out there, including nurse coaching. For those of you listening who don't know what nurse coaching is, go listen to episode 1 of this podcast. I explain all about it, but um but that's really cool that you had this, um, you know, personal awakening, your own journey, your own healing journey that brought you to shift your practice in the way that it is now. Um, and I want to know a little bit about like your, your journey too with finding your voice. So where, where did you used to feel like your voice wasn't heard and how did you, um, how did you kind of grow into sharing your message with the world? Yeah. I love this question. And there's like so many directions I can go with this. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What intuitively is coming up for you? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's like, um, well, first of all, as a nurse, I'll go, I could go all the way back to my childhood because there's so much there. Um, but even as a nurse, like I've been the union rep at my hospital for, I don't know, six, seven years. Um, I've been at the same institution for a long time. I see a lot of what goes on behind the scenes and I feel like, um, for me, I've had so many instances in my nursing career where I've spoken up 
mm-hmm. and gotten punished for it. You know, mm-hmm. whether it was again as the union rep dealing with uh, difficult managers or just or 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 schedulers who were messing with the nurses or, or situations like that where um, I suddenly felt like I was on trial because I mm-hmm. had the nerve to stand up. So that's that's one area where I feel like I have many instances where I've and it's hard for me to speak up again. Like I'll go a little bit back to the childhood stuff, but. Um, it's hard for me to speak up and I've pushed through resistance to speak up and then to have your sort of your fears realized, you know, it just like reinforces this idea of no, as a nurse, you're kind of supposed to just be in the system and do your thing and not speak up. And, you know, there's this hierarchy and there's this way things work. And I think recently, especially with the pandemic and, and a lot of the just general climate of the world we live in, I've had this sort of journey of like, wait, but I, I do want to speak my truth. Like I do want to speak up and say things and not be punished for it. You know? So that's, that's like one big aspect of it is just as nurses, I think a lot of us feel like we're not supposed to speak up. So Mm -hmm. that's one piece of it. And then um, another like big barrier for me is I grew up very, um, I grew up quite religious. So very enmeshed in the, in the Orthodox community. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things you don't talk about or certain things you have to sort of, you know, so, I mean, the the benefit of that is that I feel like it's given me the ability to speak with a lot of finesse on difficult topics and navigate things and articulate myself in a way that doesn't hurt people because I don't want to hurt people with my voice. I want to express my truth, but I also want to be sensitive to my audience. Yeah. So that's like a really good skill to have is to be able to navigate certain conversations. But it's a barrier too, because, you know, if I, I grew up with certain orthodox thinking around certain topics mm-hmm. um, and I've learned to sort of, well, certain things you can say and certain things you can't, you know, so that's, that's been, that's been something that I'm still working through. And um, yeah, it's, it's just given me a little bit of uh, perspective and it just kind of adds as, as an extra layer when I'm trying to, when I'm trying to open my voice and speak up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love how you talked about like just the different challenges that nurses face in the healthcare system and not being able to speak up because I found that a lot too whenever I was working in the hospital like I felt like if there were any big issues that and not just issues like on my unit or in my clinic or wherever it was that I worked but like big systemic issues in the hospital that I wanted to talk to upper management about like I just felt that it, I was just kind of pushed to the side and silenced and I I didn't really you know n- my concerns weren't really, you know, valid. Right. And I think there's this whole mentality of like nurses just being part of the, the wheel. Right. And, and so I, I want to know after hearing a little bit of like your background with like the challenges that you've had finding your voice and like speaking your truth, what, what would you say like is your message now? What's your, what's your message? What's, what do you want to share with the world? Yeah. So my message, and this is for nurses and this is honestly for everyone, but the Mm -hmm. message is your stories have value. Your stories are important. This brings to mind for me. So my other grandmother, my paternal grandmother, she was first cousins with Elie Wiesel. Um, Elie Wiesel wrote the book Night. Um, He won a Nobel Mm. Peace Prize for writing that book. Um, He was a Holocaust survivor. And um, so he wrote the book in 1955. It wasn't translated into English until 1960. Um, which was about 15 years after the Second World War ended. And what was so revolutionary about his book and sharing his story, I mean, it's a really little book. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not a long book. Um, but he was one of the first Holocaust survivors that started telling his story. 
until then, there was largely silence, mostly because I think the trauma was so fresh and extreme that people just couldn't put it into words yet. But he was the first one that sort of like stepped forward and put his story into words. And then after him, there was like a, there was like a flood of other writers and people who started telling their stories. And I even think of like the difference between my mother and me, my mother grew up not really hearing a lot of those stories of that time. And I grew up hearing a lot of those stories because once that sort of the voice was opened, people felt safe and felt able to share their stories. So that just like is a big inspiration for me. It really just highlights how one person telling their story can inspire so many other people to Mm -hmm. tell their story or to just feel valid in their, their, their pain or their experience or whatever it is that they've been through. Yeah. So he basically like, he put a human face to this atrocity to this genocide. And it just, so that, that sort of inspires me. Like we, we have stories and most of us sit on our stories. I know I have, but just to know that your stories are important and you can really inspire people with your stories. You can make people laugh. You can make people cry and just um, how powerful our stories are. I love stories. Yeah. I, so much of what you're saying is really resonating with me. I'm even noticing like, just like certain sensations in my body that I'm feeling as you're talking about, like sharing your story and how our stories are important because, um, that's like, that's one of the reasons I started this podcast. Like I had zero knowledge of what to do to start a podcast. I didn't know exactly like where I wanted it to go. I I didn't know it was going to like kind of turn into this thing. I just knew that like I had a message and I wanted to share it. And, um, you know, as, as we talk about like finding our authentic voices and, and getting in tune with what our message is and sharing it with the world, these are all things that really resonate with me. And I, like, it gave me chills to, to hear you talk about that story about this person that wrote night that experienced all of this trauma and there was silence beforehand. And, and he was kind of the first person to like step into the light and to really bring awareness to what had happened and, and to inspire other people to come forward as well. I'm sure there were so many people that, that were able to share their stories and to, um, you know, make their voices heard after this one person was able to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's really, it's really inspiring. Mm. As we're talking about kind of like authentic voice, can you tell me a little bit about for you as, as someone who is a creative, who is someone who, who wants to help essentially, you know, like nurses, but this can apply to all healers in general um, and really everyone. Um, What does, what does it mean to like find your authentic voice and, and express your authenticity creatively? Yeah, this is um, that's a great question. Like, what is our authentic voice, right? You get, you get, there's so many, uh, there's so many layers there. Um, I think this is something I'm still figuring out. Like, if I'm being perfectly transparent, and I think it's yeah. something I'm struggling with because it is hard. Like, I feel like we all have so many facets to our personality, and to distill down that one message that you're trying to deliver when you're writing a blog article or when you're writing something or it's like, what's the message that I want to get in this moment? And that mm-hmm. can be really, really hard to crystallize and figure out. And, and, and it can be a big block and a big barrier. Yeah. Um, the workshop that I'm, that I'm doing is based on the book, the artist's way by Julia Cameron. Yeah. Um, and I recently discovered this book and it has been so transformative for me. Um, the basic premise of the book is you sit down every day and you write three pages. They're called morning pages. And it's essentially like a stream of consciousness. You can write whatever comes to mind. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to sound good. It's, 
It can be anything, just whatever's on your mind. Um, and in a sense, you're you're doing several things, but one on the one hand, you're you're clearing the pipes. So you're just kind of we have all this junk that kind of sits on our brain and 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 blocks us and stresses us out and keeps us in these like thought loops. And if you can take that and and apply this to paper and just kind of dump it out, you find all this like space in your mind, and it's yeah. really wonderful. Um, and then once you have the space, then the creative ideas can start to flow and you can start to fill your mind with things. And, um, you know, and then as you're writing your morning pages, you start to find your voice in a sense, because you're starting to hear what the voice in your head sounds like when you mm-hmm. put it to paper. So there's this really cool process where you're like, oh, cool. Like that's me. And you start to really see a little bit of an identity emerge and it can be really, um, can be really scary, can be really like uncomfortable, but there's all this work that happens and all this like amazing magic that just comes from sitting down every day and putting your thoughts on paper. Like it's so powerful and I cannot get over how powerful it is having done this just for a couple months now, you know, so much so that I'm like, I need to start a workshop. I need to bring this to all the nurses. I need to tell everyone about this book. Like this is so magical. Um, so yeah, finding, finding your voice, finding your identity, it's it's a process. It's a, it's a roller coaster, you know, but I think writing is like a huge component of it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, the learning process that takes place whenever you do that. Like I, I can even remember reading back like through some of my journals from like years ago. And it's so interesting how, like whenever you first start like a journaling practice or like a writing practice and you start to see what influences your writing, what influences your thoughts. And you're starting to see like all of these different, like it doesn't, it almost doesn't sound like me. Like whenever I read those things from before, because at the time, I can just remember like whatever point I was at in my life, I was being influenced by certain things and I hadn't quite like stepped into my identity and to my own like authenticity. And that affected like what I wrote down in my journal. Like as I was reading, as I would read like later journal entries, I would kind of start to see myself grow. I would start to see myself getting a little bit more bold in what I would write down even. And that is a really cool experience. Like, I mean, it's not something that I do every day, but like, as you were talking about kind of the process that they explain in the artist's way, that's, that's what I thought of is like the, the self-discovery process and the journey to authenticity is, it's, it's just that it's a journey, you know, you're, you're starting at one point and then you're slowly starting to peel back some layers and really find and uncover more things about yourself and what you believe, what you think, what you want to share. So I love that. That's that um, resource. I'm, I'm going to link that book down in the show notes for people if they want to check that out, but I need to check it out. That sounds like an awesome book. Yes, it is. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So about your writing workshop, I know you, you explained a little bit about like the, the basics of what you're bringing, but how did this, how was this workshop born? Like, can you tell me the story of, of how this developed all about like, you know, who you're creating it with? You were, you mentioned Tilda. So yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your writing workshop. Yeah. So this is a great story. I love this. I love that this workshop was born out of a story. Um, (laughs) Perfectly fitting. for. (laughs) It's so poetic. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. So I lived in the Bay area um, until that, until a few months ago, but I was about five years ago, I was flying from San Francisco to Toronto to visit my family. Cause I grew up in Toronto and about an hour before the plane landed, they asked if there were any, um, medical professionals on the 
plane because somebody, you know, there was a passenger in distress who needed help. Um, and I was traveling with three young children, including like a one-year-old. And I'm thinking, please, not me. Please, somebody else get up. <laughs> please, somebody else get up. And uh, I'm at the back of the plane. So I'm closest to the to the flight attendants, right? Um, anyway, nobody was getting up. And I'm like, I'm going to get up. I get up um, and they tell me that somebody, you know, his knee had been banged when the when the flight attendant was going down the aisle. She banged it with the cart. He's saying that his knee hurts. Can I take a look? I'm like, OK, sure, whatever. It doesn't sound like that big of a deal. <laughs> um, so I go to the front of the plane. I take a look. The guy is totally fine. It was a little bit of a drama. It sounded a little bit like this was a situation where somebody was trying to get something out of the airline. Let's just say. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. 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 So he was totally fine. I told him we're landing in an hour. Go to urgent care. Take an Advil. I turn around. I'm heading to the back of the plane and somebody's blocking my way. And this person looks really distressed. And they're like, what happened? What's going on? Oh, my God. I'm so upset. And I said, you know, everything's everything's okay. Somebody was just uh, somebody was just being a little melodramatic, but everything's fine. And she goes to me, melodramatic. That's my son you're talking about. You are so unprofessional. And she starts ripping into me and yelling at me. And I said, you know what? I left three young children at the back of the plane with my husband, so I could go help a stranger. Um, I'd appreciate if you let me get back to them. <laughs> she so she finally left me pass. And I get to the back of the plane. And after I had gotten up to offer my help, two other nurses had gotten up as well. Of course, it's always the nurses. Um, so I, um, Tilda was standing there. Mm -hmm. And I told her what happened. She asked me what had occurred. And I said, uh, I told her the story. And she said to me, I've written five books. I'm very well known in the nursing world. I'm a published author. I'm very connected. If anybody tells you that you did something wrong, send them to me. <laughs> and she just had my back. Like I felt so supported. And I was like, wow, this woman is so cool. Yeah. You know, we chatted, we, we exchanged numbers. We, we, we all, so that was kind of how we met and we kind of kept in touch on and off over the years. Um, and then recently we've, we've been chatting and we've been kind of talking and, and talking about writing and stuff. And, um, about six months ago, a client recommended the book, the artist's way. Mm -hmm. And it sat on my shelf for months and months. Um, that's how I do scary things and stages. Like I buy the book and then I think about it and then, you know, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I finally picked up the book. It was actually the Friday after the conference, the conference that we were at together. Um, Amazing. And, of course. <laughs> yeah. It always inspires things. That's where like all the, yeah, all the work. That's where all the magic has been born ever since, you know, since, yeah. since the end of March to now, like, I feel like just magic has been exploding yeah. from that conference. Oh <laughs> totally. So that Friday, I picked up the artist's way. I finally started doing my pages. I was like, I'm doing this for real. And then I get an email from Tilda on, the, on that day. We had been going back and forth. And her email was basically like, have you ever heard of the artist's way by Julia Cameron? And I was like, yeah, I picked it up today. Like it was, it was just so perfect and so beautiful. And it all stars aligning perfectly. Yeah. 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 And then to the, the final piece of the story is basically um, a couple months ago, I had strep throat. And I was laying in bed and my throat chakra was on fire. <laughs> I like to think about it. And I was like feverish. I was really not feeling good. It was two o'clock in the morning and I'm laying awake. And the idea for this workshop just kind of like came to me like lightning. Like, you know, the pieces just all formed in my head. I was like, we're going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to loop Tilda in. It's going to be this many weeks. It's like, this is what we're going to work on. We're going to follow the theme of the book. And I had like, I just, the plan sort of formed in my mind, but it felt so again, poetic and just 
that I was sitting there with strep throat. And to me, that was just such an emblem of like, I need to speak up. I need to open my voice. I need to express myself and I need to help nurses do the same. So yeah, so that's kind of how it all came full circle. And here we are, we're launching tomorrow and I'm, I'm so excited. It just feels so right. And yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. And I can also see just like how excited you are about it. And even just the way that this unfolded is just so on point for what it is you're you're doing to serve nurses <laughs> because this whole entire story of like you know you guys meeting on a plane it's it feels like a movie right like it feels like <laughs> Like you met this other nurse on a plane after this whole like drama happened and you know, you guys kept in touch and then like all of a sudden all of these like inspirational hits have been coming towards you and you're putting all these pieces together and now you're creating something amazing that's going to serve nurses in such a powerful way. So what exactly does this workshop entail? Like what, what do, how do nurses learn to find their authentic voice and to, to express themselves creatively? Yeah. So the, the book, like follows the artist's way. So we're reading the book alongside the course. Uh, We meet 13 times because the book has 12 chapters Yeah, and every chapter is like a different theme, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it's all about creative recovery. This whole idea of, in a sense, like we're all born creative and then the world comes along and we, we put the creativity away in a little box and we're sort of going through this 12 weeks. It's in, in, and Julia Cameron has been through Alcoholics Anonymous and, and, and she's, very involved in the recovery community. So it's, it's very cool how she ties those things together. Yeah. Our creative recovery, it's like a 12 step process and, and you're recovering that sense oh. of safety. You're recovering that sense of, of confidence and all these different themes that we move through. So we kind of follow the book and every week we explore a different theme from the book based on the chapters. Yeah. Um, and then um, there's an expectation. Everyone in the group is doing their morning pages. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much the only homework, so to speak. I don't like to call it homework, but that's the only thing outside of the, the hour and a half that we meet. Yeah. Um, and then in addition, during the writing workshop, so, so um, yeah, during the writing workshop, there's going to be writing, like a writing prompt, like we're going to have timed writing. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have an opportunity to share our writing, which is going to be really, really exciting and fun. Wow, yeah. So people will have an opportunity either to read their own writing um, or have someone else read it for them and share it with the group. And it'll be really cool to hear your own writing reflected back with someone else reading it. That's a really powerful experience. That's really um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're utilizing a lot of Tilda's expertise, Tilda's knowledge around just navigating um you know, privacy and HIPAA issues, uh, publishing, um, just the, the process of uncovering those stories and, and bringing them back. Sometimes we need help jogging our memory, um, figuring out how to frame things, how to write things. And um, yeah, it's going to be a very uh, powerful workshop. I think we're going to get some great, we're going to start hearing some great stories trickling out. So I'm really excited for that. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what, what are you hoping, like by the end of this workshop, what are you hoping nurses will walk away from with this? So, yeah, I hope that nurses who take this workshop walk away with a greater sense of their identity, a better idea of what they stand for, kind of what they believe, and just really uh, an appreciation for how valuable their stories and their voice is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after the last two years, especially the world wants to hear what nurses have to say. Yes. Um, we've yes. been, we've been kind of, yeah, we've been at the eye of this storm. We've been at the center of this, this chaos and we kind of have the insider, the inside scoop, 
you know, and Mm -hmm. we, we know, and it's not just, just the last two years, just in general, just, we have such a unique perspective on death, dying, pain, birth, family dynamics, um, all these topics that, that are so important right now. You know, so Mm -hmm. many people are searching, so many people are trying to figure stuff out. A lot of, a lot of our worlds have been kind of off kilter for the last little bit. So I really think that I want nurses to walk away from this workshop with an appreciation for how valuable their voice is and how much the world wants to hear what we have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I got chills as you said that, <laughs> just because I I totally agree. I feel like nurses are at the very center of this, you know, system that one has a lot of flaws, but at the same time, like we do see a lot of aspects of the human experience that I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, we see people at their absolute worst whenever they're, you know, experiencing traumatic things, you know, when when they're on their deathbeds, when we are also, you know, dealing with crises in the in in the society that we have today and in just the world, we're always seeing this I don't know, I can't even think of like how to describe it, but we just have I, I feel like we just have such a unique perspective of of the world just because of what we see on a daily basis and and just the nature of our profession. So that is really exciting to even think about more nurses getting out there, sharing their stories, inspiring the world. That's I think what our role as nurses is, is to to inspire, to lead, to to help heal from the inside. And um, that's one of the coolest things about, I think, being a nurse is we have this amazing gift to to touch other people's lives in such a deep, powerful way. And I, I mean, I know that's one of the reasons why I became a nurse and then a nurse coach. And same with you, like there's just, there's so many different ways to, to help people heal. And I love that nurses are like the innovators of like, finding different ways to be able to do that other than just, you know, working at the bedside, which is needed, but you know, there's, there's other ways to to do it. Um, people who are listening to this, if you're not a nurse, this can apply. Like, I feel like this can apply to anyone, to anyone who feels like they have a story to tell to anyone who feels like they have um, something to say, but can't really find their voice. This can definitely be applicable to you as well. And for anyone out there who is struggling to share their message with the world or to um, figure out how to express themselves authentically, what would be your top three tips for those individuals in, in finding their voice and stepping into their authenticity? Yeah. I love this question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) First of all, kudos for trying to find your voice. That's step one. That's like, just pat yourself on the back (laughs) because so many people don't even, yeah, don't even, are not even connected with that inner voice in any way. So that's, that's just a huge um, Mm -hmm. step. Um, So my first advice I think would be the morning pages or some sort of journaling, like, like, I know a lot of people like do vlogs or or voice notes. um, If that's like a better way to express yourself, Mm -hmm. go for it. Just find some way and make it a practice, make it something you do every single day. Just unload, unload those thoughts that are sitting at the forefront of your mind and are kind of blocking your true voice from coming up. So that's, that's the first tip I would give, I would give is to do some sort of daily journaling idea dump, stream of consciousness, whether writing or, or voice. Mm -hmm. And then the second tip I would give is to be patient with yourself. 
Um, be compassionate with yourself. It takes time for your voice to emerge. Um, a lot of things come up. Um, and again, that's why I think when, once I started doing the morning pages, I was like two weeks in and I was like, I need a group. Like I need someone to discuss this with, like, there's so much coming up and just be kind to yourself. Give yourself a little extra space, especially at the beginning when you're, you're just, um, uncovering what's underneath. It can be kind of scary. It can be kind of confusing. So yeah, just be patient and um, it's creative recovery. It's not a linear process. This is something that has ups and downs, one step forward, two steps back. So yeah, just be, just be kind to yourself. Um, And then the last tip I would give is just, just know that the world needs to hear your stories. Just know that there's power in your stories. Our stories literally create our reality. So if you can master the story of your life, you have so much power, like so much power to really like frame your life the way you want to frame it, um, to create your future. Um, you basically manifest your reality. Like if you can master the power of storytelling and the, and the power of, um, understanding this sort of like mythic arch of your life to get a little Mm. woo, but like we all sort of fall into different mythical patterns and to just understand yourself better is so, so, so powerful. And you're also going to touch other people when you share your stories. So just, there's so much value. I want to reiterate that so much value in telling your story and and it's such a powerful, powerful process. So yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I, I, as you were talking about each of those things, like with the, with the brain dumping and the, the, you know, the journaling practice, I, I realize a lot of people don't really even give themselves time to do that. And like, you learn a lot about yourself whenever you have that time to just like, you know, process all of the things that you're thinking, all of the things that you believe. And like I said earlier, whenever I was talking about reading my previous like journal pages from years ago, I don't know, I was just, I was learning a lot about myself as I was doing that. And it's so cool. It will. Okay. It's really interesting to, to feel like a lot of that stuff is blocked. And once it's out on paper or once it's like spoken out into the universe, like there's this, this space that frees up within you. So, I mean, I don't know why more people don't do that (laughs) every day (laughs) because it just feels really good to get some of that stuff out, you know? Um, It takes discipline for sure. It's, it's a process. Like any mm-hmm. practice, it takes practice. It takes discipline. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Love it. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like this conversation just could just go on forever. Yeah. Um, but I, I, as we wrap up, I want to, um, obviously this is, this is the aligned and well podcast and to you, Rachel, what, what does it mean to be aligned and well? First of all, I love the name of your podcast. It's so good. <laughs> I love the word align. I don't know why I just keep using it. It's just like, same. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's a good word. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, being aligned and well really is just about being present, savoring every moment, just realizing that the present is the only thing we have, um, yeah. that, that where we are in the moment is the only reality that really exists. So, you know, really mm. just appreciating that and, and being mindful and just um, as much as possible in life. It's so hard to do. It can be so hard to do, but to just sink into the moment and to just feel the sensations you're feeling now, like feel that breath moving in and out of your body, just connect, just connect to yourself, connect to the present moment. And um, I guess I could finish with a quote from Julia Cameron. She, she says, creativity lies not in the done, but in the doing. 
So mm. that's where true creativity lives in the present moment. And the more we can be present, the more creative we can be, um, the more we can impact and, and touch people with our stories, with our um, with our life experiences. And um, I'm so excited to see yeah. nurses do that and to, to help people do that on their journey. So. I love that. I love that perspective of like just life being this whole like creative process. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge creative. So like that really speaks to me. That speaks to me in so many ways. Um, I'm so excited to, to just see what, what comes of your writing workshop. And uh, I want to leave people with how, how can people find you if they want to follow you on social, learn more about your writing workshop and see what you're up to. Uh, yeah, so my my website is racheldickcoaching.com. Um, I mostly post on Facebook and Instagram. So on Facebook, I'm Rachel Dick Plonka. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, I'm Nurse Coach Rachel. And yeah, that's where they can reach me, follow me, uh, see updates about future workshops, because we're gonna we're gonna be rolling out some more soon. So nice. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for interviewing with me today. It's been such an inspirational, creative storytelling type conversation. It's like one of my favorite, one of my favorite ty- like things to do with people is just to hear their stories, to tell my story. Like I just, yeah, the storytelling aspect of this particular episode has been uh, really exciting for me. So thank you so much for for taking some time to do this with me today. Yeah, thank you for this opportunity, Sean. And you're you're so inspiring. I love I love how you're helping people tell their stories on on your podcast. And I just think it's um, this is definitely an inspiration for me. So thanks again. Wow, amazing conversation with Rachel. I am so grateful to have had her um, come interview with me. Um, if you would like to connect with Rachel, I have put all of her info in the show notes so that you can follow her on social, connect with her, see what she's up to. Um, all of that is is in the show notes for you guys. I want to just thank you all so much for continuing to listen to this podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. Um, if you are wanting to come hang out and be around some like-minded individuals who are just looking to create a life that's aligned with their hearts and share their authenticity, share their stories, feel heard and seen. I do have a free community on Facebook focused on this very thing, on cultivating love for ourselves. We provide holistic wellness support to each other. And again, we just encourage each other to create a life that's aligned with our hearts. So my Facebook community is called Heart Aligned Humans. I'll link that in the show notes as well. For anyone looking to work with me in some way in any of my programs, I have all of that information listed in the show notes too. Um, I would really love to hear your feedback. You know, if you are listening to this podcast on a platform where you can leave a review or rating, I would greatly appreciate it if you did so. I love hearing what speaks to you and what what topics you want to hear more about. So please let me know what you want to hear from me. Um, if this episode resonated with you at all, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, take a screenshot of the episode and make sure that you share it on social and tag me. My handle is at nurse coach Sean. Thank you so much, everyone. I really appreciate all of you. And as always, I'm here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can.